Hey there, thanks for listening. This is Jenny Holbert and another episode of the Wild Wellness Podcast. We're going to talk about why people often get sick around the holidays. And in this episode, I'm going to offer you three areas to consider in your own life, plus essential oils to help you stay well and get well, of course. So basically, through the end of November, which may be when you're listening to this episode, through the beginning of January, we have about a month-long stretch of the holidays, right? We have gatherings, parties, maybe some late nights, different types of food, usually foods that are loaded with sugar. So let's dive into the three things that you can focus on to feel your best, despite all of these changes and things that are going on that might not support your well-being if you don't set some boundaries or have some intention around this time. So first up, let's talk about food. Holiday food isn't always our usual diet, right? We might intake more sugar, which actually really suppresses our immune system. So because this month-long stretch of holidays often comes with more sugar, plus more alcohol, more processed foods, more dairy, it's not that you have to go all out and you know not take in anything that is alcohol, sugar, processed, or dairy, or whatever. If you have some here or there, fine. You know, I mean, it's all in what you decide to do. And I'm not judging you if you decide to intake some of those things. I'm not perfect either. And I'll have things here and there as well. But I know what serves my body best. And I like to feel good. And so if things don't make me feel good, I really stay away from them for the most part these days. And the thing is, if you have these things that I mentioned, like alcohol, sugar, processed foods, most days every week for the month of holidays, you're probably going to be disappointed in how you feel. So you can look at where you can limit these types of foods, but also you might want to consider the adding in of more good things. So add in more vegetables, make sure you're getting good quality protein and eating a really whole foods diet most of the time. And, you know, just simply even cutting back on dairy and sugar is going to be great protection against getting sick. Just even those two things. So look at what you can add in and also just reflect on how you feel. And oftentimes just the thought of getting sick is enough motivation to help us to eliminate certain things like sugar that we know aren't going to support us in that. The other thing when it comes to food is somewhat related to not feeling our best around the holidays and why people get sick around the holidays, but it's actually more about the amount of food that we eat and overeating. I know for me, because I struggled with an eating disorder in the past, I used to like not eat during the day if there was going to be a big holiday dinner later because I didn't want to overdo it and I would just basically fast through the first part of the day. But what that can lead to is that you're starving by the time you get to that holiday meal and then you have a tendency to overeat. So a better way might be to load up on nutrients before that holiday dinner. Maybe have a green juice or make sure you get your green powder drink in. Something really loaded up and concentrated in nutrients. And also eat something before you go so that you're not starving when you get there and have a tendency to overeat. Maybe it's a couple handfuls of uh, nuts or just even a handful of nuts, a couple Brazil nuts, 
a scoop of avocado with some sea salt is often a real good go-to for me when I want to make sure my blood sugar is nice and stable because it's got all those healthy fats and then the minerals from the sea salt really help me too. So think about that when it comes to food and also make sure that you're hydrated. Half your body weight in ounces, so if you're 150 pounds, about 75 ounces for the day is a good rule of thumb, you know, not counting in any extra sweating that you might be doing through a workout, but staying hydrated is going to help you on the food part as well, because we often tend to have cravings and overeat when we actually need to hydrate and we're dehydrated. So just pay attention to how hydrated you are and load up on the water. So one more thing about eating is to try to avoid eating late at night, which I know isn't always that practical when it's a holiday party and a lot of these things happen later on. But on a regular basis, it's a really good way for our body to stay at its best if we avoid eating at least two hours before bedtime. So try to avoid that as much as possible, just eating right before bed and don't make it a habit throughout this next month just because of the things that are going on. Of course, this isn't about perfection. I'm going to say it again. Like if you have a night where you're out late or, you know, you are eating late because of wherever you're at and whatever you're doing for the holidays, it's not going to throw you off. But you might notice if you start to do that repeatedly that it's going to make a big difference. So speaking of end of day and sleep, that's the next focus area that I want to offer you because if you're tired, it means your immune system isn't as fired up as it could be and you're definitely going to be more susceptible to getting sick. So for me, seven to nine hours of sleep a night and that's for most people. If you want to listen to one of the last episodes on five things I do for better sleep, you're going to get a lot of good ideas there if you're someone who struggles with sleep. I know for me personally this has been something I've gone through in the past with different seasons where I've really struggled to get to sleep so please listen if that's you and maybe you'll pick up something there that can help you. But I know, you know, ideally, I pretty much turn into a pumpkin and typically try to be home no later than 9 p.m. Like, I don't say yes to many things that get me home after that time because it's really important to me to have that wind down time and to feel rejuvenated and sleep rebuilds our body. So maybe during this holiday time, you pass on that extra night out that extra hour of TV every day of the week or getting in a little more work, just don't say yes to those things every single night or every single week because, again, it's the accumulative effect of these things adding up. So maybe instead balance it out with hopping into bed with a good book and dimming the lights and making sure you're not stimulated by screens or having a cup of hot tea, which is great for sinus issues, by the way. You can add a drop of lemon or clove essential oil to help break up mucus and support your immune system. And just add in those extra good things. You can see a theme here. It's not necessarily about not going out and staying out late at all. That can be fun and it can be really good for your soul, but it's not something you want to consistently be doing because it will not allow your body to repair and then you'll be more susceptible to getting sick. And that's often the reason that people get sick around the holidays is, again, because of that immune system not being as primed because you're not getting rest. And also what I said about food 
and the intake of sugar, suppressing our immune system, and alcohol and processed foods. So pay attention to the things that you can shift and do less of and what you can add in more of that's going to counteract that a bit so that you do feel your best. And that kind of leads me to the third point, which is boundaries. So when stress is high, you're likely to get you're more likely to get sick. You're not likely to get sick, but more likely to not feel your best. So stress can come from oftentimes not setting boundaries, not setting boundaries with your time and saying yes to too many things. Uh, it can come from the stress of gifts and trying to do everything for everyone that you feel like needs to happen around this time. It can come from being the host and preparing food and you know, all of the things that, that come around the holidays, I, I feel I get that kind of energy or conversation from a lot of people who say that it's just so busy with the holidays and there's so much going on. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that way if we decide for it to not be that way. It's oftentimes our own saying yes to those certain commitments that are going to make it that way. And sure, there are things that maybe we do that are part of the holidays that maybe we wouldn't do any other time and we're saying yes to some of those extra things. So I get it. But getting most of the things that you do in your daily routine and maintaining those throughout this time can really counteract that extra stress that you might experience from not setting those boundaries. So it might be stressful to be off your routine and just remember that 95% of the time you can do that normal life-giving healthy routine and the other time you might be deviating from it a little bit, but that's not something to be stressed out about because you don't have to be perfect and it's okay to say no. You know, you might be an extroverted person and you might love the holidays and getting together with people and staying out late and all of the things that go with it and that's perfect. And it still doesn't mean that you have to say yes to everything and not pay attention to, you know, where you need to set some boundaries in order to not feel super stressed. But if you're an introverted person, you might have to pay even more attention to it because you're the kind of person who needs alone time in order to fill up your reserves and to really feel your most energized and most healthy. And as a woman, on a side note, during the holidays, you may be in the middle of a time in your cycle where it's your inner autumn or inner winter. If you haven't heard me talk about these before, it's that premenstrual and menstrual time. Go to jennyhover.com forward slash podcast to see episodes on that conversation. But basically, it's not a time that we really like to be out and about and with a lot of people and super social. It's a time where we like to be more alone and spend more time in and not go out. So it's really easy to beat ourselves up for not wanting to do that or feeling like we should be going out and spending time with people or doing things if we don't have that understanding of where we're at in our own cycle. So that can be helpful to look at so that you know where and how to set some boundaries. You know that you can minimize your stress by doing that and therefore you're less likely to get sick, hopefully, because you're keeping your stress levels at a minimum. Bottom line is you can't say yes to everything in life, right? So now I want to share with you some essential oils because these are powerful allies for boosting immunity and supporting the body to stay and get well. They are my primary go-to for health along with good food and rest 
and spending time in nature. And essential oils to consider for the fall and winter season are clove, cinnamon, eucalyptus, rosemary, and lemon, just to name a few for now. I use these in my diffuser to clean the air because when you diffuse the essential oils, those particles get into the space. And this is especially good when you have other people coming into your home that maybe have been sick or even you are there and you're bringing other things in from being outside and being out in public. It's gonna help to clean the air in the space when the windows are closed up and maybe you're not getting as much fresh air in the home. So great to diffuse oils. I also use them as my hand sanitizer. So the doTERRA On Guard blend is amazing, and I use the foaming hand wash at home as well as the hand sanitizing spray with ethyl alcohol in my purse and in my car, which it takes care of 99.99% of germs. And washing your hands regularly is huge when it comes to staying well, especially if you have been shaking someone's hand, you've been in a public place where you've touched a lot of things like an elevator or the grocery store, a shopping cart, or you've exchanged money with someone. I mean, basically you go out in public and you're going to do any one of those things, right? So washing your hands for at least 20 seconds with soap and water, just like mama told you to do, or using an alcohol-based hand sanitizer like the one I mentioned when you can't get to soap and water, that can significantly really lower your risk for getting sick or having something come home with you that gets someone in your household not feeling so well. So what you need to know is not to use antibacterial hand sanitizers as well because they have other chemicals in them like triclosan that actually act as endocrine disruptors. So please avoid those and use something else like I mentioned that is based with natural components like essential oils that are just as effective. I also use essential oils in my water each day for antioxidants and immune support. You can simply add a drop or two of essential oil to a ceramic mug, a stainless steel bottle, a glass container, a jar, or you can heat water for a tea and add one to two drops of essential oil that way because that warm water is really nice for our sinuses, for the digestive system. You just want to be sure that the oil is safe to take internally. So look at the labeling and make sure that it says for internal use because not all oils are created equal. Not all quality of oil is meant to take, be taken that way and not all essential oils are safe to ingest for humans. So just be aware of that and make sure that you're using it safely. Finally, I use oils topically on my neck, throat area, on the bottoms of my feet, along my spine, especially when I need extra immune support. If I'm starting to feel like that scratchy throat or I have some sinus congestion or I'm just starting to feel kind of run down, I definitely go to my essential oils topically and start using them every four to six hours on my feet, as I said, on my neck, throat, on the spine. And of course, I also would add in some other things there with taking them internally and diffusing them. So if you want to learn more about using essential oils for therapeutic benefits and dive into that a little deeper, just check out jennyholbert.com forward slash oils. And there you have it. I hope that something I shared with you here helps you with the essential oils, with looking at boundaries and your stress levels, sleep, and food so that you don't have to be one of the people who get sick around the holidays. And you know, if you do, it's not the end of the world. Our bodies are resilient and made to 
get better and get well, but obviously it's kind of a bummer, and I wanted to give you some insights on why people often get sick around the holidays so that you can be more intentional about how you choose to live. I'd love to know what you learned in this episode and if there's something that you're going to try over the holidays to stay well. So please leave a comment over on Instagram at Jenny Holbert, J-E-N-N-I-H-U-L-B-U-R-T, and I'm excited to continue the conversation with you there. Hey, do you get all the episodes of this podcast? If not, you can get bonus episodes, plus coaching, workouts, recipes, teachings from other guests, giveaways on some of my favorite wellness products, and some other surprises by becoming a member of The Wild. Plus, for every member, I give a dollar a month to the doTERRA Healing Hands Foundation, which is empowering people and communities around the world to become more self-reliant. I'm just an entrepreneur over here in Pennsylvania making things for you. And if you want to get even more from me and support what I'm sharing, become a member of the wild at jennyholbert.com forward slash wild members. Go check it out, my friend. Hey, before you go, if you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe, review, and share it with someone. Thank you so much for listening, for showing up. And until we chat again, go live your one wild life.